Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Shadows of Cadessa. Uh, we are jumping back into chapter four now of our adventure. To start us off, I am going to turn everything over to our players to introduce themselves. I am Brittany, and I'm playing Kyrie. Hi, I'm Denver. I'm going to be playing Tonic. Hi, I'm Jen. I'm playing Asoya. Hi, I'm Miles, and I'll be playing Quinn. Hi, I'm Sudi, and I will be playing Shimo. And I am Erin, your host and Dungeon Master. Welcome back to Cadessa. Last we left off, uh, some of our adventurers focused in the inner portions of the city had a little bit of a conflict with a very mysterious dark entity. Uh, as the, the night falls, these shadows abating, uh, chased off by some sort of flash of bright light. Uh, the council of speakers beginning to collect themselves. Uh, the rain still pouring down over Cadessa. Uh, we return more to the outer portions, away from the temples, away from the academy, away from the library, um, out to the streets once more, where standing in the rain, having heard the sound of beating drums off in the distance. Gwyn, you've been following a, a new little friend, um, the small nightingale that had found you uh, at your father's funeral and has kind of been guiding you through the city streets as this bird stops glancing up at the, the sound of the drums coming from the center of town, it looks to you uh, with a little bit more purpose and continues to guide you down the street, hopping from building to building, stopping, turning, waiting for you to catch up. Uh, I don't know if you can understand me, but where exactly are we going? Kind of just hops, flies to the next roof, waits. <sighs> okay. As you, you follow through the rain, this bird guides you through the, the darkened city streets uh, with the sound of the drums beating in the distance, uh, getting fainter as you move further from the center of town. There are a number of lanterns, candles, things like that being lit within homes, people coming to their windows, looking outside in kind of nervous sort of uh, curiosity, trying to see what's going on. Um, the sound of marching feet, armored soldiers in the center of town kind of dies away as you move very much towards the outskirts of town, uh, towards the, the sort of southwest portion of the city of Cadessa, near the city walls. Uh, as the bird kind of runs out of buildings to stand on, uh, flies over to um, a section of the wall where it kind of taps its beak on the wall and then looks at you and tilts its head. Uh, he approaches the wall. Is there, is there anything worth noting about the wall? Like, uh, Go ahead and make me an investigation or... check. Investigation, okay. That is a big whopping plus zero, so let's see. Mm. Oh, 18. Okay. 
uh, you notice that very intricately carved into this stone wall are a number of symbols of various birds kind of sitting on a, a tree. It's very like a little nice carving uh, that you see. Um, and you see like a little bit of a, a crack uh, running around this portion of the door as this little mm -hmm. nightingale kind of begins to sing a this little chirping song. Just, just a very, a couple of notes, uh, very short and sweet. Uh, a moment later, there's the sound of grinding stone as this piece of wall is kind of like pulled away, uh, revealing a, a small little um, sort of like a doorway leading outside of the city away from any of the main gates uh, and it leads directly into part of this jungle territory uh, just outside the wall uh, are growing very colorful vibrant green plants uh, currently many of them contain flowers this time of year the thick jungle canopy overhead provides a little bit of cover from the heavy rain as the the bird kind of rustles its feathers, tries to shake off the water, and then starts kind of just hopping through this this little opening in the walls. Ah. Secret door. Okay. Follows through. Okay. Uh, as you step through to the other side, uh, you hear the sound of stone being kind of shoved back into place. Um, and there just behind you, uh, where you previously couldn't see until you had entered through this little space in the wall, is a man, middle-aged, appears human, uh, pale skin, long black hair, uh, part of it hanging down, the front part's kind of like pulled back, a little bun on the top, uh, decorated with a, a small little silver hair piece, uh, wearing very colorful, ornate silk robes, um, little strips of blues and reds and greens, uh, just very vibrantly colored, yeah. long draping sleeves uh, as he, he glances towards you, uh, but then turns his attention to the, the little bird that you've been following, uh, holds out a hand to this little bird as this bird kind of hops over, hops onto his hand, and then looks back at you as it kind of settles into this man's hand. Uh, the the man looks down at this this little new friend of yours. Um, turns to you, Quinn. Oh, I see you have found one of my messengers. Uh, messengers. Yes, I I have many through the city. Uh, messengers, spies, even depending on. Uh, you would like to look at things. Mm -hmm. If my little friend here has brought you to me, I can only presume that you are one of the few that still bears the birthright of magic in this city. Kind of uh, looks around a bit. Yeah. It appears that way. Good. I... It's a little weird being worth the time of being spied on, I guess. Oh, don't flatter yourself too much. They're, they're bored these days. <sighs> Follow me. 
as he starts to walk into the the dense jungle just outside of the city, you can still hear the faint sound of drums in the distance now being washed away by the sound of heavy rain on the leaves overhead. Do you have a name? Many names, as a matter of fact. But I, if you are looking for something to call me, you can simply call me Santi. Uh, Santi? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't suppose you know my name already, then, if I was sent here? He looks to the bird kind of does a little sing-song note. Well, what would you like to be called? Uh, Quinn, Quinvin, either one. Very well. Sounds a little bit nicer than, uh, Little Lost Boy. And he looks back at the, the bird. I'm 24. <laughs> he chuckles. Young still, then. As he kind of leads you through this dense portion of jungle, uh, kind of deeper, uh, you walk for about five minutes. Uh, the the trees very thick around you, uh, largely undisturbed. Um, you reach kind of a little bit of a larger tree in the center. Uh, the rain kind of trickles through portions here. There's a small pond uh, that is formed near the base of this tree, only about three feet wide, uh, very well lined with stones on the outside. Um, a, a couple of other birds are perched on the stones, kind of drinking out of this pond. Uh, you hear a number of other birds as this man approaches, kind of fly down from their various branches and parts of the trees uh, as if to greet him as you see a number of many nightingales other larger tropical birds as well um, kind of gathering glancing at you glancing at this this new man Santi that you've encountered uh, the nightingale uh, flies back up to the tree kind of chatters with some of the other birds as Santi looks around well, this is a, a bit of a, a sanctuary. Most people don't know how to access it from the city. Occasionally people stumble across it by chance, uh, but for the most part I let magic disguise the, the entryway, and I come here to, to be with friends. As he looks up at the birds in the trees, I find them to be far more reasonable than most people. Yeah, that's the impression that I got. <laughs> and uh, unlike most people, they are more in tune with the, the magic of the world than most. You have certain abilities, ones that you have never been able to I suppose hone would be the correct word for it. Yeah, not a lot of room to practice in a small house. No, and not a lot of teachers left who 
still practice the, the old ways of magic? I don't suppose you're one of these teachers? I could be. He kind of watches you as the the thoughts are turning in your head. Uh, you see like a little bit of a smile of almost something of amusement mixed with this, this kind of almost protective nature. Uh, if you are looking for a teacher, that is, not everybody is. Uh, I don't really know the first thing about what I can do. It Sometimes it just happens. Sometimes I try something and it doesn't work. It's weird. He gives a, a nod. You are not the only one. Uh, many practitioners now of magic are students of the arts. Few are born with it these days have this innate ability, and uh, there are a few people left to teach them how to, to channel it, to grow it, to guide it. I could do that to help you. Uh, that is something of what I have taken to doing in these later years. Uh, I don't know how much you know about magic in Kadesa, but it's growing weaker, and Fewer and fewer in each generation are born with the, the sort of gifts, talents, whatever you choose to call it, that you have been born with. And the few that are left, I would like to see that some proper guidance is given. Well, I made it this far. Well... You are at least uh, impressionable, impressionable enough to follow my little friend here. Yeah, I didn't give that much thought. Uh, Might have been carried thing. off by a bird. Most of the birds are harmless. I don't think he could carry you off if you wanted to. Kind of uh, look at him. Uh, this this bird kind of flies down from the branches of the trees, lands on your shoulder again. He seems to have taken a liking to you. Uh, perhaps you ought to give him a proper name. Not immediately, think on it. But, uh, you know, names have power. They are sort of a, a guiding factor. Uh, there are names we are given, names we take for ourselves, and... They can mean a lot. And your little friend here, our little friend, seems to, to see something in you. And if he trusts you, I trust you. And that is all I need. All right, then. He kind of uh, gives the bird a little scritch. The feathers kind of rustle as this bird sings a couple of just gentle notes. 
This man looks back to the city. Quite the commotion going on tonight. Yeah, I don't... I don't really know what's going on over there. Would he know what, like, the drums and all that means? Yes, uh, having grown up in Cadessa, you definitely know that the drums are sort of either like a summoning of the guard. Uh, they're usually not a good thing, and it has been probably over a decade since they were last heard. Oof. Oh. I'm glad I'm not in there then. Oh, me too. I'm sure I will have to answer to somebody about that eventually. Huh. Well, okay. well, um, I am sure you have had a, a long day. Oh, very. Uh, training can wait, but uh, come, I want to show you something. And he goes over to this little pond of water, the little stones laid out around it. Uh, some of these birds still nestled on the stones as he kind of kneels down near the pond, looking at the water surface. He runs a finger through it kind of in a back and forth motion, creating a series of ripples across the surface of the pond. The birds that are gathered around the edge lean over, looking in their distorted reflections, looking back at them. As he kind of moves his hand over the surface of the water, the entire surface of the water itself begins to give off a little bit of a glow. Um, and you you can see in it uh, a an image, uh, almost as if you were hovering above the center of Cadessa. Hmm. And you see, looking down in this pond, uh, what you recognize to be kind of the central temple uh, within Cadessa, as well as just off to the side of it, the library and the academy kind of in this walled off area. And you see very much this weird inky shadow spread across them. He, he looks down, the hard lines kind of forming on his face as he frowns deeply. Well, that is very interesting indeed. What is that? I have no idea. Eh, worth a shot. <laughs> but uh, I do believe that is why the drums are sounding, and um, I'm going to stay away from that. I think I will, too. I don't... It doesn't look safe. At all. Oh, no, no, um keeps running his finger through the water, the, the image of um, the, the center of town begins to fade uh, as the, the image is replaced with what looks like inside of a building. Um, there are very elegantly painted walls in a rounded room, these stone archways kind of bordering all sides of this rounded area. In the inside of this um, building or room or whatever it is, is a large pool of water with a single tree growing out of the center. Um, inside, near this tree, you see a single individual uh, dressed in red robes wearing this kind of golden filigree mask with almost this like crown style uh, motif coming off the top of it. Hmm. 
Well, I trust the Oracle will take care of things. <sighs> he kind of taps the surface of the water and this image fades away. He stands up. Ah, this is how I keep track of what is going on in the city. Seems very convenient. Oh, it is. a nice thing to have. Uh, it took me many years to, to perfect the same technique used within the inner sanctum of the temple, but uh, I have finally figured it out, and I can see just about anything now within the city uh, that uh, I have seen before, at least, which is quite a bit of the city. Yeah, that's a lot of ground to cover. Uh, I have so many questions, but I don't know where to start. Oh, don't worry. I can see quite a few of them on your face right now. Yeah. Perhaps we should start with the proper introductions. I... I'm probably better known by many in the city as one of what you would call the speakers, but let's just keep that between you and me. This face is one that I, I like to um avoid attention with. Uh, oh, man. Oh. Do I... He oh, kind of... He... He looks over to the bird. Do I bow? The bird just looks back at you. Um, he does I think the quick I just, bow. Oh, I oh that that that's really not necessary. Um, okay, okay. Um, I think I just created more questions than I answered. A uh, little bit. I'm not really good at the people thing. That that's really why I I spend my time out here. Um. Don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm very honored by the title that I hold. Um, I, I do take my responsibilities very seriously, but I, I'm just not great at the, the, the word thing. I get that. I understand that. Oh, good, good. Um, but, um... The, the birds are m much more eloquent than I am. I just wish most of the people in the city spoke their language. It would make things much easier. <laughs> it really um, would be. But uh, the, the birds have told me that there are strange things going on in the city, out of the city. Um, he kind of turns up to the tree, gives a little bit of a whistle. A very colorful parrot flies down from the the trees bright green and blue feathers uh lands on the the shoulder of this man um uh this this little fellow saw a, a strange what he described as a sky monster not long ago out of over the ocean what the, what's going on today? 
weird shadows, sky monsters, birds, um, speakers. Uh. Well, I, I was going to say that, um, I mean, tomorrow is the the fourth day of the fourth month, which is generally a day of ill tidings and... Um, well, perhaps it's just getting an early start. Or I have my days mixed up. Could be that, too. It happens to me sometimes. It's all right. Oh. Happens a lot when you spend a lot of days indoors. Years, We're right? outdoors. Yeah. Hey, time is kind of a fickle thing, in my opinion, anyway. I've, I've never really understood the whole routine thing. I'm, I'm much more of a go where the wind calls me sort of a person uh, and i guess i'm more of a go where the bird takes me type of person that's it's shown from the past hour or so the bird on your shoulder gives a little bit of a nod uh kind of just bobbing his head a little bit of a sing-song <laughs> tone uh, as uh, this this man kind of scratches his chin, glances around. Well, pretty pretty um dreadful weather today. Um, why don't why don't you um come catch me up on uh, well anything you know about magic, and we'll start from there, and perhaps I can teach you a few. Just little things. We'll start small. That would be great, as long as I don't burn my hands like last time. That was a little... Yeah. Oh. At least it's raining, oh. just in case. Why don't we sit by the pond, just in case? Uh, that could work. Yes. Some people I know do the thing where they move water and create water and make it do. That's that is not me. Um, if you catch on fire, I might only make it worse. Oh, I might have gotten things a little mixed up. I do a lot of lightning stuff. Maybe not the best. Maybe not around water. He like looks around. Do you do anything that doesn't involve potentially setting yourself on fire and potentially me on fire? I don't have any. As as far as I can tell, no fire. Uh, if you have, like, a raw fish, I could probably, like, like hold on to it and cook it, maybe. I don't know. I tried that. that once. It exploded in my face. It was not ideal. Thinks about it for a second. Come with me. I know where to fish. As he starts just walking <laughs> away. <laughs> he just... Okay, then. Follows. As you, you follow him deeper into the jungle, uh, back in the within the walls of Cadessa in a little restaurant shop um having just lost 
yet another game of uh, Mahjong as the, the drums begin to beat outside. Uh, Tonic, you, you find yourself in this little shop, uh, some of the, the few people left behind uh, going to the window, trying to peer outside. This uh, aging woman kind of shuffles up, looks outside. Oh, what's going on, do you suppose? You see her place her hands up to the window, trying to squint out into the darkness. Awful late for, for the sound of drums. I haven't heard that noise in many a year. Does it signify something? Mm. Usually nothing good. Last time it was bandits. Ah. Uh, how long ago was last time? Hmm, I don't know, like five years ago? And her husband yells from the back room, More like twelve! A while ago. I'm not in a position to judge your perception of time, as I seem to have lost my own. Oh, well, um... Do, do you remember how you got here? It's vague and broken. I remember some friends and a wagon, but Mostly, mostly nothing. <clears throat> I mean, I have days like that too, but, um, well, um, um I, I don't mean to be rude, but what exactly are you? You, you're not, um, I mean, a couple of hours ago, I was putting incense in your lap because I thought you were a statue, and now you are here in my kitchen speaking to me, and... I appear to be something of a statue, but though I cannot recall, I... I feel as though I was made for a purpose. I would like to determine what that is. Well? I have no idea how to go about doing that. Fair enough. I have a sense that I was made to help people in some way. <clears throat> oh. Um... Um, like, like, are, are you a soldier, or, and you hear the voice in the back room, You can start by helping with the dishes! Ignore him, dearie. Perhaps? I came with, with bottles, and... Salves and, and tonics. And that journal, if it is mine, perhaps I was helping with some kind of healing. 
and I kind of look at my hands and arms. But I have this armor also. Soldier, perhaps not, but maybe some sort of defender? Perhaps we, we should take you to, to the physician in the morning. Maybe, maybe he would know uh, where you came from, uh, what all this stuff in your bag is. That sounds likely. At least the things in the bag. Yeah, that might be a good place to to start. Um, I, I wouldn't go outside right now. I I don't. I I have no idea what's going on out there. Um, sounds scary. Yes. I don't. I don't know that I fear. In the way that regular people might. My life is new. I am uncertain as of yet. What could happen to me, or... Should I try to help? Should I try to help now, if there is danger? Oh, I... Well, I, I certainly can't stop you, but, um... You, you didn't even know your own name. Are you sure you're going to be of much assistance right now? Honestly, I have no idea. Well, I um suppose it's here, and um, she gives a little bit of a nervous look out the window. <clears throat> I I can stay and defend here if you need if you need help. You've been taking care of me. I... I mean... Uh, we, we would... Appreciate it, I... Don't really know what's going on out there, but um... It all sounds a bit scary. Is there a way onto your roof? Perhaps I could get a better vantage. Oh... Oh! Uh, sh sure, there's... You You could probably climb up, up the crates in... the On the... Around the back. I will try that and come back to you with what I see. Be, be careful. I I will try. So I kind of stand up abruptly because <laughs> that's how I do it, and then I I like look around and just like run straight out the door and like like kind of scan back and forth and then run to where I think she was pointing me. The the movements of this form that you're in feel foreign as as you're still trying to adjust to moving and being. Uh, you work your way out in the rain uh, around the this little um, shop at home, um, and you can see a number of like empty wooden crates that are kind of stacked up along the back wall and um, things that are used to normally transport like vegetables and spices and things like that. Uh, you you can very easily kind of move things around to to kind of climb up onto the rooftop. Uh, as you do so, uh, you look out across the the city of Kedessa, a place that feels so new and just 
unrecognizable to you. Uh, you're you're not sure how you got here. You're not sure if you've ever seen this city before. The little stacked together homes in the areas immediately surrounding you. The larger kind of grand buildings that you see off in the distance currently covered with kind of this blanket of like an inky black smoke that seems to be drifting out of like the windows and these these upper floors to spill out into the ground below. Uh, you see people in the streets uh, in near buildings and um, just adjacent to where you are, nervously watching, looking onward, some cowering back into their homes. Uh, very much this this feeling of tension and things like that in the air around you. Does there seem to be... Are people just kind of wary, or is there, like, out, outright panic? Uh, go ahead and just make me an insight check, if you will. Okay. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, there are definitely mixed responses that you are you are getting. Some people are kind of just watching, almost, almost with like a, a curiosity, uh, as if this is something that they haven't seen before. It seems to be contained away from them. And there are definitely people who look like they're they're about ready to run at the slightest uh, indication that this thing is moving towards them at all. Um, a you, you see a woman um, a few houses down from where you stand on the roof, kind of gathering her children back inside, uh, trying to keep them inside as this, this little boy is trying to like peek over her shoulder, uh, look at what's going on. Uh, definitely a, a mix of just fear and awe and rising panic and suspicion all kind of rolled together. Does it seem like the darkness is moving in a direction or just like spreading out like it's going to take over the whole city? Uh, make a perception check for me. Okay. 13. Okay. Uh, as you, you kind of look off at these larger buildings off in the distance, uh, there is one in particular kind of off to uh, what would be like your left-hand side um, that these like tendrils of smoke seem to be moving towards or being pulled towards. You can't really tell which it is, uh, but they seem to be kind of coalescing on a singular building. Okay, I think I think with that I'll climb back down and go report back. Okay, uh, as you you climb back down the rooftops. Um, start to circle around, all of the sudden there is a bright flash of light that kind of just spreads and emanates through the city. Um, it's gone in just an instant, almost like like a flash of lightning, but with no thunder to follow. Unusual. How you far away? You're not really sure what the source is. It kind of spreads okay. through the, the whole city. Uh, you hear from inside the building. Donick? Is that you? Yes, there was... There was a light. Well, more importantly, there's some sort of living shadow. 
I do not know what is the usual for this area, but it seems unnatural. There's a shuffling noise as this woman comes to the door and throws it open, uh, looking pretty relieved to hear your voice. Oh, I thought you were, like, allergic to rain or something and exploded. I saw the flash of light and I got worried. Not so far. Hopefully that will not pass. Oh, good. Um, what were you saying about shadows? I, I missed that whole second part. Sort of living shadows, tentacles of shadow. They... They appear unnatural. They're converging on the large building that way. I do not like the sound of any of that. No, decidedly not good. I'm going back inside. Okay, that seems like perhaps for the best. Shutter the windows, maybe? Oh, good, good idea, good idea. She takes to kind of closing the, the shutters and curtains in the window, uh, pulls the, the little lantern on the table, kind of sits down to wait. Does it seem like I would be able to go at all in a, in a direction where the light came from to try to get a better idea or to try to find the source? Or is it uh, you can definitely uh, go searching. Okay, so I'm just gonna call back in. Ciao, I... I want to see if I can get a better look, but I, I'll i try not to get too far, and if it seems that the shadows come this way, I will come back to help you. Be safe! I will try. And so I take off running down towards wherever I thought I saw, I thought the source was. Okay, uh, you you start heading. Um, the light seemed like it had come from behind you as you were walking back into the house, presumably from at least the similar direction as where you saw these large buildings uh, off in the distance. You start making your way through the streets towards them, um, and as you you get a little closer, you notice that those those weird shadows that you had previously seen uh, seem to be gone. Uh, there's there's no sign of them. The buildings stand normal, just peacefully sitting there. Uh, you notice that as you approach the center of town, there's kind of a, a small river that courses through town, several stone bridges that arch over it, leading to these grounds of these larger buildings. As you, you kind of make your way across one of them, there are a number of people out here, uh, many dressed in armor, some dressed in like monk robes, carrying staves or pole arms, uh, and are, are running about. Some appear to be injured, some appear to, to just be like stunned or in shock, kind of trying to process something that has just happened. Um, as you, you see a number of people kind of moving to this building that is on your left-hand side, this larger kind of, it's very, very colorful, very ornate, um, very lush looking gardens outside. Uh, definitely draws the eye. As I see more and more people, I, I think I kind of instinctively get a little bit nervous. Do I have my cloak or can I dig through my bag and see if it is in there? Uh, you probably have your cloak. Okay, so I just kind of 
make sure my hood is up and move a little like I still move a little odd like a little jerky but I I slow enough to not seem suspicious but I th I think I can probably still be kind of jogging because people are in chaos uh, I th I will move closer to the the large building to see if I can determine anything else okay uh, go ahead and make me a perception check again Ooh, seven. Uh, this is really the first time you can remember being around so many people, and just the the sounds and the just the people running back and forth, the rain on you. Everything just feels like a lot uh, right now, and it is it's hard to pay attention to any singular thing because you feel like your attention is just being pulled in so many places. Uh, you notice that a lot of people are moving to this this building from some of the other larger buildings off to the right-hand side of it. Um, you see coming out of this large building is um, a very elegantly dressed woman pale pale skin black hair that's very neatly styled into an updo uh, little silver jewelry pieces hanging off of it um this very nice pale blue silk robe as she she comes kind of striding out kind of in the opposite direction as most other people are moving she seems to be kind of scanning around looking about. You see her kind of sigh. She just walks off into the distance. Okay. Kind of heading away from you. <clears throat> I think logically I would I would think that a lot of people would be kind of moving away from wherever whatever had been dangerous so I, I would be instinctively I think I would kind of follow her and I don't know that I have much of a social filter so I think I would just go right up and and say, excuse me, were you looking for something or someone? Uh, you hear this <gasps> gasp of surprise as uh, this woman kind of wheels around. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, little, little on edge right now. Um, yes, actually, I, I, I was out to, to find a friend. He likes to hide. You need any help? Oh, oh, I'm... I, I do think I am good, thank you. I, I appreciate it, though. Yes, no problem. Um, do you have any idea what happened? What was that? Uh, that is what we're currently trying to figure out. Um, I've never seen anything like that before, and... It was uh, a bit startling, I must say. Do you know what the flash of light was that seemed to end it for now? Oh, uh... The Oracle, I presume, uh, he... He uses very powerful magics. Uh. I see. And of course, Tonic has no idea who the Oracle is, but he doesn't... He... There's kind of this instinct of, like, I don't want to appear completely ignorant, just in case. So he's kind of on the fence about whether whether he should ask about that or not, and he just kind of stays silent and still to the degree of being awkward. As this, like, awkward silence kind of fills uh, in between you, she glances around. Um, you, you should 
probably uh, beginning of home. It's late. It's been an odd day. Um, and to be honest, we still don't really know what's going on. Those things could come back. I'm not really sure, but um, I'm I'm sure that uh, the Oracle has things under control, as he always does. Apologies. Thank you for your time. And he like turns like right away and just like runs off. Oh, oh. As as you kind of start to run back off, uh, what else are you looking for? I just want to see if there's anything else that seems out of the norm. Like I scan the people and see sort of try to get a feel for what is what might be typical in the situation, and then I want to look for anything that stands out, like like people like her that are moving in against the against the flow of the crowd, or like damage to anything or people that are acting strangely uh okay as you kind of make your way back uh, you notice that a number of people have kind of gathered at the entryway to the singular building are you kind of cut out did you say perception oh, yes perception a little better 18 okay uh, as you get a little closer to this crowd just kind of close enough where you can start to pick up on maybe what might be going on some of the conversations you hear hushed hushed whispers uh, people talking like did you see him uh there there hasn't been no one's seen the oracle in in months now uh that's do, do you think that was him uh, do you think that's the, the what do you think's going on? And there's lots of hush whispers, lots of speculation happening throughout this crowd. Uh, as you watch the crowd gather, um, they they part just a little bit, allowing two more individuals to kind of pass through them, uh, leaving this this large building. Uh, these two individuals are uh, kind of taller, um, have sort of sort of feline sort of canine features um a it appears to be a, a man and a woman uh the woman is carrying a small child uh the two of them seem to be in conversation with each other as uh, many people are kind of moving away from them giving little bows of respect with their heads uh, allowing them to pass through as these two kind of walk by you not really seeming to to give you any notice uh you hear one of them say <sighs> I told him something like this was going to happen. Strange things afoot. That's what you get for meddling with uh, things we don't know about. As the the man turns back, well, he's trying. Although um, I don't quite like how secretive he's been lately. He could stand to share a little bit more information if you ask me. Um. Where do you suppose uh, the others are? Uh, stops to look around. Hmm. Stops for a moment. Doesn't really seem to pay any attention to you. Uh, perhaps we should... Oh, where, where do you think... Um... I suppose we could try the academy first? Uh... I'm hoping they'll just show up. You would think that after something like this, they would know that we're expecting them back. So they, they start to walk off. The conversation fades away. 
un inaudible. Okay, I think similar to the woman from before, I I would kind of keep pace with them and bow like I saw other people bowing, and then I would ask them a similar question. Excuse me, do you happen to know what that shadow was? Oh, um, none of us do, really, um, we're, don't worry, uh, we will figure things out. And, uh, the woman kind of adjusts the child on her hip, who's kind of, like, trying to grab at her hair. Uh, not now, calm down. Um, don't worry, we'll, we'll figure this out, and... We'll be in touch with the people once we, once we get things in order. I appreciate it. I am rather fleet of foot, it seems. Do you require... It seemed you were searching for someone. I could run a message, perhaps. Oh, um... I mean, that would be helpful if we knew where the message was going. We have an associate that, um, could really be useful right about now, but... He tends to like to, uh, hide for several weeks at a time. Uh. And she, you see this kind of almost like annoyed expression in her face as the other kind of, uh, we've got people out looking for him. I'm sure he'll turn up. But, uh, we appreciate the offer. Understood. Thank you for your time. They, they kind of head off towards one of these other larger buildings off to the side. If, unless I see anything else interesting, I kind of want to trail behind and just see where they go. Okay. Uh, as you, you kind of fall behind these two individuals, kind of just off at a little bit of a distance, uh, following them to these other sets of buildings, uh, slightly further across town, um, in located inside a kind of neglected shrine on the very edge of the, the eastern portion of town. Um, Shimo, as you've kind of been settling in, having dinner with your family, interrupted by the sound of drums, uh, your, your brothers all kind of glancing up, some of them looking slightly nervous, uh, one of your brothers looking slightly excited as uh, he bolts out the door to try and see what is happening, uh, your mother. Come back here! As she ugh, gets up from the table, goes running outside to find him. Shit! Shit! No! No! As uh, Shimo excitedly stands and runs to the door and standing outside. Uh, Mother, did, did, did you see where Shit went? Uh, as she goes, she she turns to you uh, a few feet ahead of where you are, gives a sigh. Shit, come back here! <sighs> uh, what? What is that? And she, she kind of looks back towards the center of town, uh, towards an area of town where you were not too long ago. And you can see the, the temple, the academy grounds, with this strange kind of almost black 
fog cloud sort of a thing kind of drifting over the top of it. Uh, everyone just stay here. I, I'll go find shit. She, she gives a nod uh, as you, you walk by, kind of places a hand to the fur of your arm. Be careful. Please. Of course, I will. Puts his hat back on and takes off running down the trail towards where supposedly his brother may have gone. Okay. Uh, make me an investigation check, please. That would be a whole whopping four. <laughs> you start to run down these streets uh, and you realize that, especially in the rain, you have no way of knowing which direction your brother has gone. She was still very concerned about what may be happening in to a place that he holds dear uh, a, a bit of sanctuary to himself looks up at the overwhelming loom looks around and um, just observes the people and the looks on their faces and their reaction and his adrenaline rising with the sound of the drums he decides he's going to go check it out. Okay. As uh, you, you glance around, there are people who have kind of gathered in their doorways, looking at windows, uh, speaking in very hushed whispers of, you know, what, what, what do you think that is? Uh, do you see that? Uh, this, this is, do, you, do you think it's coming closer? Should we run? Uh, this, this very sense of kind of fear uh, creeping in as you just go running through the damp streets uh, towards this place where you've studied for some time now. Um, as you start to run across town, uh, going, moving closer to, to these temples, um, all of a sudden a bright flash of light kind of just bursts through the area. And for a second, uh, you're left just completely blinded. Uh, you, you feel the rain as your vision just goes white for a second. As it begins to clear again, uh, you, you glance and you see these little inky black tendrils kind of just dissipating into the air and the wind, uh, falling silent to the rain. Uh, you hear a Shimo! Shimo! As you, you turn, you see your, your brother, Shet, just hiding, kind of in a back alleyway, glancing out. Sh Shet, what are you doing here? Uh, this is not not safe. Why, why did you run? Mother told you to stay. I wanted to see what was going on. Um, and then I saw you running this way, so I thought I'd follow you. And, oh, that was very bright. My eyes hurt. Same. I, I, I don't see anything good from this. We, uh, all right. Stay near. Okay. Don't let go of my tail. You feel the the kind of damp fingers grab onto the the, the fluffy tail, peeking out from underneath your clothes. Okay. Stay close. Let's uh, and um, 
the curious fox in him just wants to know what is going on. And it just um, more cautiously heading forward towards the source of whatever this may be. Okay. Uh, you make your way towards the center of town. Um, it's a pretty good walk from the, the edge of town where the shrine is back to um, the academy and the temple. Uh, okay, well, as you, you kind of reach the, the center of town, uh, you see people gathered near the temple, some of them still kind of on the other side of the river, uh, many people kind of speaking in hushed tones to each other. Um, Shimo just feels a sinking feeling, thinking about um, his peers and especially his master. As he approaches the crowd... Um, he tries to find uh, someone who doesn't seem to be already engaging in conversation to to ask what is going on. Uh, there are quite a few people who are just watching on their own that you can find. Okay. Um, Jumo approaches one and uh, anyone who looks to be at least adult age and and ask, did you, did you see what happened? Uh, nearby is a um, a kind of a middle-aged woman. Uh, she is um, an Aarakocra, has uh, kind of f- little bits of feathers poking out from this, this very heavy rain cloak uh, that she's got pulled over her head trying to keep from the rain. I, I did not get a good look, no, but um, there were strange things on the buildings, and uh, the, the guard came in, and then all of a sudden, uh, there, there was a very, very bright flash of light from the temple, and, and they, they, all the, all the, uh, these, these weird shapes and uh, smoke or whatever it is just disappeared, and uh, we saw the oracle. He, he came out for a moment from the temple. The oracle? Yes, yes. Uh, was anyone hurt that that you heard of? I I, I saw them um, helping some some of the soldiers and monks uh, back in into uh, the library. Uh, it, I I did not see if anyone was gravely injured. That's oh, that is good. Oh, thank you. And um, he's going to kind of move forward and around. Um, he wants to probably check in with his master. Okay. Chet, uh, I'm going to go see master. Okay. Uh, I, think, I think she may know a little more. Do you think you can go back? And uh, protect our family? I can do that. I can do that. Okay. Do it for me, okay? Okay. And kind of straightens uh, his, his little coat. He, he goes walking back uh, into the streets, uh, leaving you to your own devices. Looks back at him. And 
um, tries to make my way to where I guess I last saw Master. Okay. Uh, you return to the academy. Um, many of the people have kind of moved to the outside. Uh, there, there are some people within the, the academy walls itself. Um, a couple of injured soldiers being tended to just in the, the main entrance of the first floor as you walk in. Uh, as you do so, you hear um, a familiar voice. Shimo, is, is that you? And you, you turn to see one of your, your fellow uh, students who is up on the, the kind of the balcony of the second floor glancing down. Oh, are you okay? Ah, oh. yes, um, yes. Have you seen Master? Uh, this, the student uh, shakes his head, uh, comes kind of running down the stairs. Um, he is uh, a little bit younger than you are. Um, human, wearing the these traditional scholar clothing still. As he comes up to you, and um, no, I, I was... Uh, studying and I, I heard um, a commotion. There were, there were such strange things happening here. Um, some of these what? soldiers started to act really strangely and their, their eyes went all purple and um, I, I think the master went home um, a few hours ago. So, wait. Tell me again what happened. The soldiers were um, not acting as themselves and their eyes went purple yeah they are like like really really bright purple like they were glowing and and then they started attacking each other uh, it was very scary I, I I hid under a table attacking is that why why the drones I I'm actually not sure they they started in the library actually um library I I don't I don't know why they originally started, but maybe the same thing. Huh. Was there anything else? Um, that that weird black smoke kept. It's it like it had uh, little hands or something. It kept kept trying to reach out and grab people. Um, did you touch it? Oh no! Oh no! Well, good. Yes. Like. That doesn't sound very pleasant. Oh, it was very scary. Um, sure. I, I don't know what it was, but... Uh, I hope I don't ever see that again. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm going to see if I can find Master. See if uh, they know more. Uh, kind of nods. Uh, you you might want to... I, I think she, she went back uh, home... You might want to, to check the houses where, you know, all the scholars live. Um, she, she might be back there. Yes. Okay. And she was going to work his way out, just observing the different scenery of what he sees. Um, the aftermath of this odd battle. <laughs> Uh, and instead of turning towards the houses where the scholars uh, reside, 
turns towards the library. Uh, you kind of look around, kind of slip off uh, next door towards the, the library to do uh, some more investigating. Uh, we jump outside of the city walls, unaware of what is going on miles north. Uh, Asoya and Kairi, the two of you have found kind of a little area uh, to, to seek some refuge from the rain and the storm on this cold night. Uh, Asoya, you're still trying to kind of get your bearings, your lungs still feeling like they're a little, uh, almost like they're burning from inside, having been filled with water and the, the salt. Uh, the, the two of you sitting uh, in, in the storm, Asoya, the, the events of the last day or so you're not you're still not entirely sure uh you kind of get the the gathering that it was probably earlier this morning and as you've waited watching for perhaps anybody else to to wash up ashore any anybody from the crew any signs of life out in the ocean um hours have passed the two of you watching, checking the beach, only to come back empty-handed time and time again. I would like to try to kind of not necessarily fortify our shelter, but, um, you know, find big leaves, put them up so they're like a little roof, and then try to jimmy like a uh, funnel to collect rainwater and to give to Asoya. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me a survival check, if you will. 14. Okay. Um, you, the leaves out here uh, are smaller. You have to go inland just a little bit more to collect some of these larger leaves. You kind of make a little bit of a roof overhead. Um, you find um, some little bits of reeds and things like that that you can kind of help tie things together with uh you find one particularly large kind of like a banana leaf that you can collect some water in um providing yourselves something to drink uh, fresh water um still clean from the rain i think you need to to sit and eat and drink something yes um do you um I'm, I'm sorry, I've never met someone who looks like you before. Um, do you eat fish? Yes. <laughs> um, I, eat, I, I eat everything you eat. Oh, good. Um, I'm going to go out kind of like into the shallows uh, and, and try to catch a fish. Well, two fish. Or a very large fish. Enough fish that would feed both of us. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. Um, let's call this a survival check as well. Okay. Let's see. Roll for fish. Roll to fish. <laughs> uh, that is a 19. Okay. Uh, despite the fact that you have had a very trying day, um, your 
natural instincts and your skills are still very much on point as you spread out uh, (laughs) with your your swords and just spear a rather large fish uh you, you kind of get out into into an area where you can kind of you know rig like a, some some leftover a rope to one of cards kind of using it as uh, as a projectile weapon to, to kind of get it out further uh, about a half an hour later you return with this large fish in hand your now dinner well done oh uh I've had a lot of practice. Um, do you, are you, uh, I mean, I, uh, is fire making one of your particular magic skills or just healing or I, I don't know much about magic, to be honest. I am not particularly gifted with creating fire uh, from <laughs> magic. But I am not bad at making fire on my own. All right. I'm sure that between the two of us, I'm sure we can get something going. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I don't have any spices or anything. I'm I'm sure that this fish will be perhaps a bit saltier than normal fish, but. It'll be delicious. I know it. Um, so can I try to help kind of build a little fire? It's going to, I know it's raining, so it might be hard, but. Yeah, if we kind of do it like in the, like the, o- like the opening so that it's like still under your little leaf roof, but like is not going to fill our whole little shelter with smoke, we should be fine i hope yeah it, it definitely <laughs> takes some time uh to to get some of your normal materials are creative starting uh, <laughs> this fire um but after several tries uh, you you do get a small fire going uh, it's definitely not uh like the the best fire you've ever seen uh but it's it'll do it, it it's hot, so that's all yeah, I really need. Pretty it to close be. to it to to get back to get warmed up. <laughs> hey, that works. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You know, I my mother always hated my attitude about being in the kitchen, but I guess you know, in the end, she was right to teach me how to cook a few things you know i'm not nearly as as good as my father but i'm you know not half bad my food is palatable at least which is more to be more than can be said of my brothers at least <laughs> oh my goodness how many how many brothers do you have uh i have a very large biological family even larger extended family of my you know my crew uh, but I have four brothers and three sisters. That's a number. Indeed. Um, that's fair. Wow. Well, you've made it this far. <laughs> yes. Uh, I am certain that if my siblings could see me now, they would uh, 
be quite surprised, to say the least. <laughs> a long way from home, let's just say that. And you're not from this area? No, I'm I'm from from much farther up the coast, uh, to the northeast. But I've okay. been I've been sailing for about ten years now, so I've been around mostly the coast, a few of the outlying islands, but geography was never my strong suit, admittedly. <sighs> mine mine either, but it sounds like you've done a lot of traveling, which is very impressive, and, you know, you've seen much more of the world than I have. True. But I, even I haven't seen, I've only seen a small sliver of it, but what I have seen, there is a lot of beauty in this world, and I hope that I get to see more of it before I die, which it seems I will, thanks to you. <laughs> Um, I'm happy that events collided in a way that I could be there for you. As am I. I would be dead if not for you. We were close to the shore. Maybe, maybe you would have made it, but happy you're That's here. optimistic thinking. <laughs> That's the spirit. And I, like, sort of slice half of the fish... And, and slide it onto a, a leaf and it sort of sizzles because it's still hot and I, I hand it out to her. Well, I hope it's good. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. Thank you so much. Of course. And, it's the uh, least I can do. And I will eat it happily. <laughs> <laughs> so you, the two of you eat this dinner of uh, just cooked fish. It's you know, a little unflavored, but uh, it is food and it is warm uh, in this very wet, rainy landscape. Um, you you finish eating and as the, the night uh, begins to, to drag on, um, both of you, go ahead and make me a perception check. Mm, that's cocked. Oh, that's a six. Nineteen. <laughs> okay. Yay. Uh, <laughs> so you you feel like that lull of sleep calling to you. It has been a very long day. And as you now belly full are kind of nodding off a little near this campfire, Kyrie, something on the shoreline catches your eye. Something washing ashore. Large piece of wood, maybe? person? It's really hard to tell in the dark. Is uh, Soya already asleep? I'm nodding off. Mostly. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to quietly get up and get a little bit closer to see what it is without jostling Soya too much. Um, uh, uh, oh, is, is, is everything alright? I just, I, I see something I see something washing up, but I'm not sure what it is. What does it, what does it look like? A, a person? A... Uh, maybe. I mean, I think if we, we can go look at it, but slow and, slow and steady. All right. I'll come with you. 
Okay. And I I draw one of my cams over my shoulder mm-hmm. and and just kind of like I don't like hold it out in front of me or anything. I just like have it kind of like loosely at the ready in, in case this thing that has washed ashore is not friendly. I'm a little on edge. <laughs> um, and I'm going to have my uh, spear ready also. Okay, the two of you make your way uh, from your little shelter across the beach, uh, taking cautious steps, weapons at your side at the ready. As you get a little closer, uh, you see kind of in matted fur uh, a, uh, what is a tabaxi creature uh, dressed in sailor's garb. Um, Getting a little closer with your eyesight, Asoya, uh, you, you see... Somebody who looks familiar, uh, you recognize this individual as uh, a, a newer, um, but a member of the crew. Um, this is a, a young man by the name of Defiant Rain, uh, a, a tabaxi individual, kind of got this like jaguar style pattern uh, to his fur, uh, is, is laying apparently alive, but not really conscious uh, along the shoreline. Um, as, as soon as I get close enough to recognize Defiant, I sheathe my Kiam over my shoulder and I just run as fast as I can to their side and, and drop to my knees and sort of like roll them over into my lap and I, I look up at Kyrie. Do you Do you have any more of that healing magic i i i don't know how that works i i'm sorry i this is this is one of my crew of, of, of course um i'm going to, to try spare the dying um just i don't know if or can i see if they're uh, like at zero hit points or if they're just unconscious or uh, yeah go ahead and make a medicine check for me Ooh. Eight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're breathing. Okay. Um, um, that's about all you can gather. <laughs> hey, that works. Okay, we'll do a healing word on that one. Um, that's four. Uh, seven points of healing uh, to this person. You extend your hands, kind of whispering this word of um, almost like a prayer, essentially, of healing as this this light kind of fills this tabaxi's chest, seems to glowing. It seems to be glowing from the inside, and all of a sudden, this tabaxi jolts up in your arms, Asoya, coughing and sputtering, and just <sighs> spewing ocean water. What? Where? Where? Where are we? What? Who? Looks up straight at you. These large, dark eyes, uh, very like dilated in this this the dark light. A little bit of a yellow rim to them. Is Soya? Yes, it's me. It's me. Are you? I I I I I'm sorry. I don't know where we are, but. You're safe. Um, 
this this is this is Kyrie. She she saved me. Um, beyond that, my friend, there's there's not much I know that I can tell you. What happened? I I I don't. I just remember the the crash. There was a, a, a loud sound, and then all of a sudden it got very cold. Uh, the water. Oh, I. I thought I was dead. Are we dead? And he like starts patting things, reaches out, puts <laughs> like a paw on your face. No, as as far as I can tell, we're alive. If we're dead, this is some sort of weird identical mimicry of life that is neither heaven nor hell nor any afterlife of any realm I've ever heard of. So I am fairly certain we're alive. And I, I turn to Kyrie. Um, are, are you alive? As far as I know. Checked. Yeah, I'm... Uh, as far as I can tell, we're alive. Still life, okay, okay. That that is good. It's a start. Indeed, and and we're together, so that's it's a start. There, I there anybody else? I haven't. No, you're the first one. I. We've I've we've only been searching a few hours. I've I washed ashore a few hours ago, but I. I haven't. We haven't found anyone else. The ears you see kind of like bend down a little bit as he, he kind of sits oh we can keep waiting maybe more will turn up yes the, the fact that you're here is is a good sign i would say that's that's two of us now in half a day so i am feeling slightly more optimistic Maybe there are others on, on different um, beaches, islands. We, I don't recognize this place. I don't either. And, and I've been, I mean, I've been up and down this coast for years, but I've, I, you know, I haven't come ashore anywhere, but harbors mostly and a few other places that we've been. <clears throat> um, so I, I don't know where we are, and uh, unfortunately, Kyrie doesn't either. She's been here. How long have, have you been here? How long have I been here? You've probably been <laughs> out here a couple of days, on and off. I've been here a couple of days, on and off. Um, <laughs> I know that the city is some miles inland. Um, I've I've been to the temples there, but I'm entirely more comfortable out this direction. Um, I, I'm happy to try to you help there. you. Well, uh, based on what I know of our location, I would wager that Cadessa is likely north of here and um, find, do you remember the name of that 
port town, my my brain is still all sorts of fuzzy. I'm sure yours is as well, but uh, the the port town to to the southwest of Cadessa. Uh, do you, do you... Uh, the the one the one we are supposed to stop in, or the one that we came from? Uh, uh, the we, one we, we were supposed to stop in. Oh oh, uh, Kinchar, Kinchar. Yes. The, the little That's fishing the village. Yes, um, I, I, I believe we're likely based on where we were before. Land geography is is a little fuzzy in my brain. I'm much better at celestial navigation, but so perhaps once the stars come out, I'll, I'll have a better idea of where we are. But I. Uh, I would guess that it's it's probably northwest-ish of us. I obviously I can't say for certain, but you know, once I get a better grasp on the stars, I would probably have a better idea. But I honestly couldn't say with any certainty where we are. Uh, your your guess is better than mine. I just man <laughs> cannons. I I don't. I'm not not a navigator. But is that a fire? And he looks up in the distance your your little campfire flickering off at the the base of the hills yes yes it, and come get warm come oh yes and and there's there's a little bit of fish left for you dear oh as uh he kind of straightens up he's trying to wring some of the water out of his fur uh kind of nestles up near this fire oh. the water is very cold I don't, you know, for somebody that, that, that that's not do well with the water, I think I may have picked the wrong profession. I'm reconsidering. Perhaps, perhaps, but you know, I, I have met a surprising number of sailors who either can't swim or don't like water. So you're not alone, at least. Huh? I'm still reconsidering after that whole um. I didn't sign up for that. I, I no, none of us. I was not none of us signed up to be. None of us thought to be attacked by giant sky monsters. That's not typically in the job description. I, I know you're new to this, but I've never seen anything like that, and oh. and I'm certain that Captain Runo has never seen anything like that. I hope he's still alive, but I hope so too. Uh, Maybe, maybe we should wait for the the storm uh, to to pass. Maybe it will wash more people up. But maybe in the morning we can we can go looking uh, along the other beaches. Um, maybe somebody has turned up. Yes, it 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 will also be easier to cover more ground with three of us than even with two of us. So that I hope will be as successful as we've already been. I didn't want to lose hope but i i'm i'm feeling much better about our chances now that that you're alive i i mean i i thought i was dead so i'm feeling pretty good about my chances right now <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh, i i hope the, the same as for could be said for some of the others indeed um did I come here from Cadessa, like just come to visit the beach, or am I closer to my home? 
Uh, you are, you're probably at like a, like a halfway point, really kind of at an angle from either direction. Uh, so either, or either way okay. that you would like to, to spin that. How, where were you all headed? Uh, to, to Kinshar and, and then farther up the coast on the Northwest side of the peninsula. Well, I'm not exactly sure I know where that is, but I know how to get to the city and I know how to get to my home. That's the best I can do. (laughs) Both would certainly be helpful. Uh, So I, both would be helpful for certain. Hmm. If if we can get to Kadesa, I can certainly get us to Kinshar. So that's not a concern. Let's get you all there then. Agreed. Uh, are we going now or are we going now? Oh, no, no. no. Oh, you need we're, to rest. Yes, I did not want to walk through the rain, but um, no. I mean, I mean it is We're necessary. going to search. We're, we're going to search for a few more days. Good, good. good. Um, all right. Well, um, I'm, I'm very tired. I'm sure. I will kind of try to help make a tabaxi-sized or however large individual-sized person it is, um, <laughs> like, sand bed, but have, <laughs> like, leaves and things and try to make something for everybody to be comfortable. We can take some, some rocks from next... We can put some rocks next to the fire and heat them up and then put them under our beds yeah. to warm up our beds, you know. As uh, so you, you guys kind of set up this little camp, camping out in the rain, uh, kind of biding your time as you wait for the storm to pass. Uh, back just outside the city walls, uh, nestled in this little grove of trees through a little passage hidden in the walls. Quinn, uh, you and... Um, your your new friend mentor you're still not quite sure what to call him uh you find yourself sitting at the side of a, a little stream that runs through the jungle as he has uh procured a little like makeshift fishing pole and has been trying with very little success at catching anything in this stream uh he looks to you i i will admit um I usually let the birds do this for me. I'm not very good at it. Uh, maybe you should try. Uh, it's been a few years, but I can... Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Takes the rod. Uh, go ahead and make me a survival check, please. Oh, I am proficient in those. Let's see here. Eight. You sit there and you wait, continuing to wait. Some more time passes. Um, maybe we'll leave the fishing to the birds. Uh, I don't think either of us are very good at this. Uh, I promise I, 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 can, I can teach you. Just maybe not fishing. I... 
Uh, I understand that. Um, we can't all be good at everything, right? It, it is true. Um, at least not right away. That That is, I guess, the whole purpose of uh, living and living again and again. Sometimes I think about maybe uh, what I might have done in past lives. I'd like to think I was a good fisherman in some life. Not anymore. You could have been. I, I very much could have been. It's a good thought. Uh. Mm. Huh. Can Quinn see any fish in the pond right now? Uh, make a perception check for me. And 18. Yeah, there are several small little fish working their way through this stream. Okay, this isn't exactly a... a traditional way of fishing. But hear me out. And he attempts to cast lightning lure on one of the fish. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you you reach your hand out and uh, kind of calling on this sort of inner spark inside you. You've used this before uh, to varying degrees of success. As Santi watches you very curiously uh, to see um, what you're what you're doing, uh, go ahead and just make me an Arcana check, if you will. Ooh. Okay, here it goes. Oh, eighteen! Wow, what is it with eighteens today? <laughs> as you you kind of channel this the spark of kind of this this tingle of electricity coursing through your arm and your fingers, a little spark of electricity flies from your fingertips, uh, reaches out into this pond, and just yanks the small little fish up into the air as uh, something looks at you, eyes widening. Defin definitely unconventional, but um, effective. You know, I didn't think that would work. I thought it would fry the whole pond, but that did it, actually? No, actually, it it seems to have worked very well. There, you know, there there's there's a little crackle of electricity across part of the surface of the pond as the, the lightning hits. But you, you uh. pull this fish out of the pond. Uh, it's suspended in the air for just a second until it's like pulled back towards you. It lands flopping on your lap. Uh, well. I have always said that, that food is a very powerful motivator. Maybe, maybe uh, you, you simply need that to, to help you learn. Yeah, I don't think I've eaten all day. It's a good reminder. I mean, that, that fish is very small. I, I don't know if it's going to be very filling for you. Uh -huh. um, well, if we're, if we're doing the, the sort of unconventional sorts of fishing now, um, perhaps I might be of a little more assistance as well. 
All right. Um, and he kind of rubs his hands together and kind of holds them out to towards the stream and a very strong gust of wind starts to blow across the stream um, and kind of just pick up this this large gush of water as water can just spread the air uh, it small little fish kind of flop down along the ground near you. I got some. Yeah. Well, looks like you have. Good. Okay. He kind of picks one of these small little fish up, dips it in the water to kind of rinse the little bit of dirt that's accumulated <laughs> on it off, and you watch as he kind of awkwardly just like sticks it in his mouth and tries uh, to swallow it whole. Um, I... Is that how the... Can we do that with these fish? Shouldn't we cook them? I have never cooked fish before. This way is pretty effective, if you ask me. Well, if you say so, and he <laughs> attempts the same thing. It's kind of, like, slimy and cold and not the greatest. Um, go ahead and make me just a constitution saving throw. Okay, let's see if that plus four comes in handy. Eleven. You tried really hard to put on the brave face and just eat this whole fish, the little tiny fish bones and all, and you try, and you try, and all of a sudden you just feel it come back up. You just cannot get this thing down. <laughs> oh! Oh! Okay. Uh, he reaches over and kind of awkwardly pats you on the back. Maybe, maybe we'll cook that for you. Um, you should fry it again, maybe. Okay. All right, he's gonna... He's gonna just hold it in his hands and, uh, shock and grasp it. <laughs> As... This fish just like sizzles in your hands. It starts to smoke. It's not traditionally cooked, but it's not raw anymore. Oh. <laughs> I. Uh, we definitely need to work on the the fire thing with you. I think it will be a little, little better. Yeah. Yep. This isn't uh, ideal. He kind of stopped for, for a second. You see him kind of like look up into the air. Um, I think I'm being summoned. By who? 
the other speakers. Something. Oh, hang on. And he holds up a finger. No, I'm. I'm. Do we have to? I'm. I'm kind of busy right now. Um. No, I'm just making dinner. And he stops again. Okay. Okay. Oh, fine. I'm coming back to the city. Just hold your horses, or foxes, whatever you hold. Calm down. Um. Oh. They have they have fires in the in the city. We can oh. take your fish and cook them there. Yeah. I am apparently summoned to a sort of meeting. Um would you like to accompany me for, for a bit? To the meeting? In well, the city? Technically you're probably not allowed into the meeting, right, so it right. would be more like a, a wait outside, but back to the city. I don't exactly have any uh, bigger fish to fry at the moment, so... The the little nightingale that's been accompanying you has hopped off your shoulder and has one of these fish in its beak, but this fish is almost as big as this bird is, and he's, like, trying to drag it across the ground. I'm going to carry that for you. He looks up, gives a little bit of a nod. Just take it, <laughs> put it in a bag collect some of these fish off of the banks um you stand uh to to follow uh back to the city and as you approach the the little gap in the gates again uh Santi kind of pushes this, this stone piece aside moves it aside um kind of shakes his shoulders a little bit uh, and you see kind of this ripple of magic uh, kind of dissipate across him. And in the place of this uh, kind of middle-aged man that you have seen before, you see um, an Aarakocra, long, skinny neck, long beak, very elegant white feathers with a little plume of black feathers sticking off of the top. Uh, arms kind of have the, the talons at the end with like the little wings that hang off of them, long, elegant legs. Uh, very much looks like um, human-esque figures and posture merged with a crane um, as he kind of glances around. Um, not not human. Kind of nods. Ah. I kind of figured with the whole fish thing. Oh. Yes. That... That was probably... Okay, let's go. Uh, as he kind of awkwardly starts to step into the city, uh, walking several streets down uh, the, the edge of a street, you see uh, a woman, uh, pale skin, dark hair, light blue silk robes, as she looks. Sonthi, we've been looking all over for you. Where were you hiding this time? As he... Nowhere. She looks at him, kind of raises an eyebrow, looks at you, Quinn. And you found friends. Okay. He can't come in, you know. And he looks... Uh, oh, I know, but um, he's got some fish that he needs to cook. Uh, so he's, he's just going to, to wait and do that. 
I let, yeah, let, let, let's go. Um, as she starts to walk off, she turns back towards both of you. You know, I met a new friend today too. He's a musician, plays very, very lovely music. I, do you play music? Uh, she turns to you, Quinn. Uh, I'm afraid not. He catches fish with lightning. Apparently I can do that. Close just slightly. That's an, an interesting use for it, but um, I'm a fan of creative ways. I'm not very good with a regular fishing pole, it seems. So I just I take what I get. Well, as as long as it works, I guess I'm not really not exactly. really a big deal. Uh, as you you kind of cross the the river that runs through Kadesa, going across the bridge towards the main entry of the temple, people kind of part. Uh, there's still a decent number of people kind of gathered. Uh, in the the main entry of the temple itself, the crowd kind of parts to let people through, uh, recognizing Santhi and this woman. Uh, as you make your way across the temple grounds to the outer, or sorry, to the inner courtyard, um, where a smaller building is kind of tucked into some very luscious gardens, uh, you see a couple of people waiting outside. Um, a tiefling woman, large pole arm, wearing armor, um, a smaller kind of child-looking uh, individual. He looks very, very young uh, for somebody to be there. Um, an older fire Ganassi man uh, who is dressed in very elegant red, deep red crimson silks. Um, and as uh, you kind of approach these other gathered figures, the, the older Ganassi glances up. Oh, almost still here then. Um, a few more. Looks around. Oh, and more new friends. Great. Looks to you, Quinn. Uh, you can hang out with this this older, older, younger. I'm not sure what he is. Friend here, as he points down to this smaller, like child-sized, kind of old man-looking individual uh, that you've never seen before. Um, as uh, you you kind of gather at uh, this, the, the front of this um, chamber. Uh, entering the, the chamber, the fire genasi enters in, followed by this pale woman in the blue silks. Santi kind of, you can cook your, well, maybe not in the temple, but there's other buildings nearby, should you? I, I, I'm going inside now. As right. kind of like awkwardly walks inside <laughs> after the others. Um, as the, the doors kind of close, you're left there with some of these other individuals uh, and kind of glancing around the area. Uh, Shimo, you head off to the library. As you walk inside the large library doors, uh, the, the lanterns lit again. Uh, there are some monks who are kind of organizing things, trying to clean things back up. Uh, a, a little bit of a scattered commotion going on here uh, you look inside you see a number of individuals mostly gathered up the stairs um and 
as you are kind of taking in your surroundings inside the library, Tonic, not too far from the library, you are following these these two individuals uh, who have entered the library as well, um, taking a look around. Uh, and outside the city, Kyrie, Asoya, the two of you with your rescued crewmates, um, Defiant, you kind of settle in for the night. And that is where we will continue our story next time. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us again for chapter four. Uh, we will be back next week as some of our players start to unravel mysteries of what this mysterious presence is and what is going on. Uh, as always, you can follow our players by following the socials on their screens that you see right now. Uh, give us a follow on social media so you can stay up to date. Uh, lots of changes coming down the road. Thanks so much for joining us as always, and we will see you next week. <laughs>